Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday, February 16th. Feels like minus 20 out there this morning. I didn't know that was coming. Is it? Yeah. Yuck. Broadcasting live. Doesn't look like it's going to last. <laughs> oh, I was just, I thought you were going to say it doesn't look like it. I'm like, well, it looks dark. It looks <laughs> snowy. Snowy. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. Um, those normally the signs. Uh, we're broadcasting live uh, as we do every morning on the Podbean app, Monday to Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, join in live if you're not. And uh, you can click the call in button. You can ask any questions you want about real estate investing, and we will answer them, all your questions, for free. For free. No strings attached. <laughs> also, a great community that joins in every morning. Obviously, you can join in if you're you know, a little self-conscious about your morning voice, uh, then uh, you can type in your questions into the chat there and we'll read them for you. <laughs> Indeed we will. <laughs> uh, today we're going to, I think we're going to cover the topic that we were supposed to talk about yesterday, but we just got a little carried away. and Insurance. And <laughs> oh yeah, just insurance is just one of those titling titillating conversations <laughs> uh that uh just it's, it's hard to it's hard to get off insurance um but today um sorry it, like you just you just know that i i i i hate talking about that kind of stuff i i, I like <laughs> i like focusing on the things that are actually the reasons why people are not taking action and I know that insurance policies is not it, but for some people, perhaps insurance policies. Um, and it's uh, something that was that what we were talking to... about yesterday? Insurance? Yeah, but it's something that everybody has to navigate. And if you can get a quick answer, that's great. We just took it into different, sure, different ways. Sure. Yeah. I I just hope that there's someone out there that was like, oh, yes, finally, I've been waiting for that answer. Yeah. Hell yeah. And now. I'm going to go buy 10 properties this month <laughs> because in my insurance policy was holding me back. Yeah. You get where I'm going with this. You catch my drift. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, a question that came in through our email. Uh, additionally, if you're listening to the, the recorded broadcast, which happens. From time to time, hopefully. Yeah. If you're listening <laughs> to the recordings on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play whichever, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, you can email us at info at reimorningshow.com and toss your questions in there and we'll read them. Yeah. Um, the question that came in was uh, someone was signing on a new tenant and in the 11th hour, the tenant said, hey, can I do biweekly on the day that I get paid? So that way... I can organize my payments. And uh, obviously there's a few different things to consider that pop up right when you hear that, right? Yeah. So what I want to do today is I actually, 
I want to have this as an open discussion. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah, we don't have an answer. Well, I do. We have thoughts. I have thoughts. Yeah, I have thoughts yeah, and considerations. I don't think there's a right and wrong. That's what I mean by no answer. There's just thoughts and how you interpret it and <clears throat> what you know. can go wrong, what can go right. Yeah. This uh so like put put your uh put your thoughts in the in the comments there. Um as well, you know, feel free to call in and 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 discuss your thoughts as well on this and how you would handle something like that. Um to add on the, the the person that the listener that emailed us thought this is a great idea, you know, um, doesn't make any difference to me. Right. It, it probably just, it helps the tenants. Um, and if the tenants incapable or unwilling to properly manage their finances so that they have money on the first, then, you know, this probably solves a big issue with them. Because otherwise, this tenant sounds pretty reasonable. It sounds like a good application, a good applicant. Yeah. So where do people, so like with tenants, where they tend to uh, screw up with saving rent is when, like, because you get you get paid, usually you get paid every two weeks. And it'll, it'll start like falling out on the right time. And then as time passes, you slowly get like a few days off, a few days off, a few days off. And then your payment is like, your payment is like a week before rent and then rent falls the next week. And then the week after that you get paid again. So they're in like this people who live paycheck to paycheck are in this like, shoot, I didn't save properly. Right. And then you have those months where there's three paychecks, but then, yeah. So like having it all, you, it doesn't just, their paychecks don't always just fall right around the first of the month. Right. So they need to be proactively setting the money aside for rent and seems simple enough. Right. But to some people it's not. <laughs> there was a key thing there that Gabby said though, was that when, when tenants are living paycheck to paycheck, right. Um, oh, my paycheck came in. Oh, I don't have rent until this day. Okay. Let's go out drinking or let's go out and let's, let's go out for dinner or something. You know what I mean? When they're, when they're not managing their finances. Um, and I think that's a big problem for a lot of people. That was a big problem for me when I, when I first got into the, to the working life. Yeah. I, it's, it's different now because it is slightly different because, uh, everything is on your mobile now and you can literally see what's in your account. But I remember when I was 18, I was a little stubborn for a while there where I, I wouldn't do online banking. Um, <laughs> Uh, but was there online banking? When did online banking become really a thing? Because I, did, I don't like, I remember paying fif- rent 15, for 15 to 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. So right, like right around that time. So it was new. Yeah, it was very new. So like, I remember I would call my online bank, yeah. sorry, my, my phone banking to find out what, what was in my account. Was. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I got money. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I screwed up as a young renter. That's for sure. I had like a summer of festivals. <laughs> yeah. Me and two of my friends are just like picked up and road tripped like every other weekend throughout the whole summer. And at the end of the at the end of the summer, my landlord called me and she's like, uh, your rent check bounced. And I was like, What? I like I was just like shocked. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, that makes sense, I guess, <laughs> looking back at it. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> 
So it's it's uh, that's why I say like you know it's easy to be like oh tenants that don't got their shit together but no it's like most people don't have their shit together until they get their shit together <laughs> and um now that like you know Gabby and I one hundred percent for certain but also you know our listeners and I I know that you're like this you're you're starting to build a much better a stronger network right you're starting to surround yourself with like minded individuals. And it's been so long since I've been around someone like that, that I just, I, I, I can't comprehend it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how someone can do it. Um, but when you surround yourself with other like-minded individuals, and normally that's, that's people who are savvy with their money and savvy with their investments. Um, it's sometimes hard to, to, to connect with yes. other people. Yeah. You know well, I mean? it's funny, Wayne, because when you told me about this question that had come up, the first thing I said, which uh, which I kind of retracted, but the first thing I said was, if they don't think that they can save their money to pay rent and they need to pay biweekly, maybe they're a shitty tenant. And well, then I was like, well, okay, that was a little bit harsh. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but the, tr- the, the truth is, is, that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. It's right? a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't want to say anything that's going to, that's going to be offensive either. It's just the way that it is. So um, Kathleen actually has a tenant who pays, uh, she's posted here in the Podbean app. So <clears> Kathleen <throat> says, we have a tenant who pays twice a month. It works out great all around. And um, then she added in that um, they know their spending habits. So they're proactive and and that's the thing that you came back and said to me when I said maybe they're crappy tenants is um is the fact that they came to this this person who emailed in the question they came to that landlord and said hey I want to make sure that my rent is always paid on time and that yeah. I don't have any issues would you accept this yeah so that's showing responsibility in itself right mm-hmm. um now, I, me, I dove into the math, which I don't want to quite get into quite yet. But what I would like to know is how Kathleen is how Kathleen yeah. is set it up. So, Kathleen, if you don't mind either calling in or um, or messaging in, in the in the comments there, um, to give us a little more insight as as to how you guys set it up. Yeah, like is it just their rent split in half, paid on the first and the fifteenth, or on on. Because she said they pay twice a month, not that they pay bi-weekly with their paychecks. And Big that's difference. the difference. Big difference. Yes. That's loud. <laughs> that's better. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, when you, when okay. you first joined, it was like super loud and then it something oh. quieted down. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have just gone past something weird. Anywho. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, so she actually gets paid twice a month. Okay. So we just split it in half. But if she was to be paying it bi-weekly, I would have taken a, like asked them what months do they have three times a month? Mm-hmm. Because it only happens twice a year. Right. Mm-hmm. So And then you in, and then you split that into three payments that month or? Yeah. Okay. Either split it into three payments or they can have that, have one of them as basically an extra pay for themselves so they can yeah. go off and do something fun. But Right, yeah. right, right. Interesting. And yeah. it's been working out fine? 
yeah, she hasn't missed a payment, and uh, we by the end of the month, she's already paid about three a weeks ahead. Of the next sometimes, month. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, thanks for calling, Kathleen. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Okay, bye. Interesting. Um, when you were diving into the math, um, oh, hold on. Sorry, I just noticed another question or another comment. Um, okay, so uh, Josh just adds here. He says, uh, in our house, we know there is a mortgage payment every Friday. My wife's mom owns the house, and we just make sure that there's at least three payments worth ahead in the bank is always our goal. Hmm. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Weekly mortgage payments. Accelerated. Accelerated, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you asked about the math. That was my that was my thoughts, is that when you when you put in when you do a bi weekly, so every other Friday or every other Thursday, um, the math doesn't line up because there's twenty six pay periods. How many is it? Twenty twenty six twenty seven. Twenty seven pay periods. Fifty six weeks. 52, you, 52, <laughs> oh, 52 weeks in a year. Man, it's been a long time since I've had to worry about paychecks. Yeah, right? <laughs> 26. Thank you, Varsh. Uh, 26 uh, paychecks. So it doesn't line up, right? The math won't line up. And, yeah, and to be honest, so 12 months, 26. So <clears throat> two payments, there'd be two extra payments, which is what Kathleen had mentioned. There's which, two months where there's three payments. Which actually means if the if the tenant was to was to do that, they would actually be paying more. Yeah, if it was just straight up split in half, paid every paycheck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which they would probably realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Sorry, you were going to ask a question. Oh, well, that's exactly what I was going to say is that when you 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 mentioned earlier that you were doing the math on this and you're like, well, wait a minute, because that's what you were trying to figure out is like, do you take the year's worth of rent and divide it by 26 paychecks and that's their bi-weekly payment mm -hmm. or like Kathleen said, like, so there's different ways to look at it or do they just pay every other week? And then, you know, those months that see, like to me, <clears throat> me, anything that becomes more work is an automatic no for me. So if I need to figure out what months do they have three paychecks, then I need to set a reminder for myself that that upcoming month, that one tenant is going to be paying three times. Um, like that's a no go for me. I don't yeah. want to think about it. I don't want to, all I want to know is that like on the first rent is due and did they pay or didn't they pay? Right. And that's the other thing about managing bi-weekly is for me, that would be a hard no. I don't want to think about a second payment in the middle of the month for one tenant because I have a lot of tenants to manage. Yes. So that's like, for me, it would just be straight up hard. No. Um, but everybody's different. Robin, Robin says, sounds like an, an accounting nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah. Like um, yeah. accounting and then also legal. If it ever went to the court of Queens bench. Well, yeah. That uh, was sorry, next, RTDRS. Yeah. It, like everybody has to have a good understanding of what's actually going on. What do you mean their payments are $784 and 61 cents? The rent is 1700 I have, yeah. this is an example that I wrote down. Okay. Um, you did the math. <laughs> that's like, yeah. If, if someone's not on the same page or even the tenants like, well, I didn't understand what they meant. And 
they said I had to do this. Then I want to, I, I changed my mind and then I wanted to go back to monthly. Or and- they move out, they bail mid month on their second to last month and they're like, I'm paid up. Exactly. I don't owe you money. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's. <laughs> and then you don't have the full month rent. Um, unless, of course, you did, you, you, your whole, your whole system, rental system was built off of this and every tenant did it. Maybe. But, you know, Gabby's initial comment of just too much work. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just one more check, you know, checklist that you need every month, which is a huge time killer. Yeah. If you plan on getting as many properties as you say you plan on getting. Yeah. If it's just one property, then fine. But, you know, I know most of you have your own stories and dreams and goals and just it's it's important to to not imagine but put yourself in the shoes of of your future self your successful future self and just imagine how much of this you know how complicated this is going to be on at scale yes right gotta look ahead <clears throat> so I, I i did do some math here and i tried to figure it out because it would be bi-weekly payments which is technically accelerated so if you divided it by you know your seventeen hundred dollars a month and of rent you divide it by two, it would be eight fifty a month. But um eight fifty. Okay, so let me let me let me rewind here. So if you did seventeen hundred dollars a month times twelve months, that's twenty thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. Now if you did eight fifty bi weekly times your twenty six pay periods, um, that's twenty two thousand one hundred. So they're gonna pay an additional Seven, they're going to pay a whole extra month. That, that's they're going to pay a whole extra month of rent. That was the the, the big selling feature of biweekly payments. If you pay biweekly, uh, you'll pay a whole extra rental payment or mortgage payment um, every year. So it helps you pay off your mortgage faster. Um, so what you need to do is you need to figure out what the biweekly payment would be so that it, it would equal twenty thousand four hundred. And what you just do is the 20400 divided by your 26 pay periods. And that determines $784.61, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So that would be biweekly payments of $784.61 would equate to um, the, the total rent. That you did really roundabout math. <laughs> huh? You did really like roundabout math. You could have just done a direct. <laughs> uh, sometimes people need to... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking, well, because because of the roundabout math, I got lost in my thoughts. Um, but I was thinking, oh, did I bore you? <laughs> yes, to the point where you started daydreaming. That's what you're 1700, saying. <laughs> Seventeen hundred times twelve divided by twenty six. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But someone wants I know, to know. I know. Well, what if we just split it into two? Because that yeah. was my first thoughts. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, uh, that might even be the thoughts of the tenant as well. Absolutely. Is that, oh, I'll just pay you eight fifty every two weeks. Yeah. They don't realize they're paying a whole extra rental payment at the end of yeah. the year. So I'm going to go back to, um, I think I've already made um, my position clear that I would never do this, but I'm going to go back and just give a little bit more of an insight into why. So, or and maybe a suggestion is if you decide to go ahead and do it anyways, um, keep this in mind or put this in place. So... If they are going to be paying biweekly, I think that um, that 
Kathleen, it sounds like Kathleen has a great tenant who has always paid on time and she hasn't had a problem. That's fantastic. And this might be the case for this tenant as well. And you might not ever have to think about it. The payments just come in and it's great. But I think that anybody who's been landlording for any amount of time knows that not every tenant remembers. It's not that they don't have the money, but sometimes they don't remember to send their payment. So they're relying on reminders or notifications. Hey, rent is due, that type of thing. So if you're having to do that twice a month because they're just somebody who's, you know, kind of sometimes forgets, then you're also increasing that workload as well. Not just waiting for a payment to come in, but also having to take an extra step in reminding them. Mm-hmm. And maybe something that I would put in place, if you're starting out and you only have a couple properties and you want to go through managing this biweekly thing, great, go ahead. I'm not saying don't, I'm saying I wouldn't, but if you want to go ahead and go for it, something I might put in place in the lease is that the first time a pay, a biweekly payment is missed, going back to, to once a month payments for the management of it. Or mm-hmm. like if, if a biweekly payment is late twice or something like that, then we're stopping doing this and it's going back to monthly mm-hmm. um, just for your sake of the management of it. So putting something like that into the lease where like, we'll try this out, but you screw up and we're done. Um, I want to talk about that one rent-owned tenant buyer that we have where we implemented something similar to this. Yeah. I want to add, just talk about that in a couple of minutes here. because to... I regret. I have so much regret. We'll talk about that in a minute because <laughs> I think that that applies to that. Okay. Um, but Robin had said when they leave, well, actually, I'll, t- I'll save Varsh's comment first. If you charge utilities and rent, then it would become more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or unless it's a flat rate utilities. Yeah, then it wouldn't matter. Then you would just determine what the yearly amount is. So add on your whatever. Yeah. 300 bucks a month to your $1,700 a month in rent. Multiply it by 12, divide it by 26. Yeah. I think that that would be. I still feel like I'm missing something. And and this, <clears throat> I was having a hard time wrapping my head around it for a while there, actually, um, the other day, because Robin says, uh, when they leave, how do you know that they are paid the correct amount? Yeah, well, you'd have to, yeah, like have some sort of calendar of when their last payment would be to know, but also like your, your uh, rent ledger at the end of their term. Yeah. But yeah, when would that last payment be? <laughs> and would it be, would it line up to the end of the month? And would they have paid in full before the end of that year? They are responsible for the rents until a suitable replace uh, a suitable um, replacement is found. No, I mean like at the nat- natural expiration of their lease. Because like when was that last payment made like for the year? You'd have to look at a, a year's calendar and look at all the payments and where did they fall. So like right. was their last payment on like um, on the 20th of that last month? Mm-hmm. And then have they technically overpaid? Or was that catching up from? So it's mm. like seeing where it, all, where it all lays and making sure that that's what it should have been for the year's worth of payments. Yeah. 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 So you'd have to know where in advance, like when you sign the lease, where those payments lie and when the last one is due. Yeah. 
I mean, there's an answer. There's definitely an answer. But like, had we not had this discussion on the show this morning, can you imagine trying to figure all these this out on your own? We're like, okay, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably just overlook something. You would. Absolutely. Um, The the person that emailed us said that actually what they were going to do was that they were going to have it that if we were to do something like this, I'm trying to remember this correctly, that the first payment would be on the first of the month and it'd be a full payment. And then going forward... It would be smart. Don't let anybody move in without full months, first month's payment. Well, that was my first thoughts is that if so, that would be a really great excuse. Yeah. Or trick to get into a rental. If you didn't and have squat. all the money. Yeah. Well, not necessarily squat, but let's just say like, oh, no, my last landlord didn't give me um, my full damage deposit back. So I don't have my full damage deposit and I don't have my full first month's rent. What if I just asked them if we can do biweekly and then I'll only have to pay the first half of the month on the first, right? And then the following, then I get my next paycheck and I'll be able to pay it up. Yeah. Right? Because it doesn't seem like someone's going to get into there for a discounted rate just to squat, right? I, I don't yeah. know, maybe. I mean, it's There's just- professional tenants out there. <laughs> it's, you know, people getting, I mean, we're we're going into worst case scenarios and, and I don't like living in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, just assuming the worst at all times. Um, but- yeah, that's that's what the, the the other person said, and 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 then I thought about okay, cool. If they pay the first month's rent on the first, and it was a full month's rent on the second month. How do we divide that? <laughs> how many pay periods is in the eleven months? Does it matter that it was March to? It would to depend February? where their paychecks land. Or You'd have to do it based what on if, what if they started yeah. in July. Does it really matter? And I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. I know that there's an answer, but like this this is taking up way too much time just thinking yeah. about it and if i if it takes me this much time then it's complicated <laughs> um yeah i had another thought um uh robin said if they have a if they lose their job probably have no extra money to carry them for a couple of weeks until they find a new job mm-hmm. and until they get that first paycheck which is a couple of weeks after that <laughs> And what did Josh say there? It's a bad cycle. It's a bad cycle nobody is getting out of without a good mindset. Mm-hmm. True. You're also you're also feeding them <laughs> their shitty spending habits. If this if this were the norm, then this would yeah. just be the norm. But it's the fact that it's not the norm that it's like we yeah. have to think longer about it just to make sure. Well, how are they? What everyone's thinking right now is how how am I going to get taken advantage of? Yeah. Yeah, so, Rightfully so, it's a business. Yeah, for sure. And so, um, like Kathleen says here, 1st and 15th is due dates. That's like the easiest way to manage it. And it doesn't it doesn't help them, you know, by having it fall on their paychecks, but at least it lets them split, split it up into two where they don't need to manage a full month's rent and savings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not exactly what they're asking for, but it's still probably helpful to their situation. Yeah. So that might just be the easiest way to simplify it and make it work on both sides, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you wanted to talk about the RTO? Well, there was something else I was just thinking about, and mm. I lost my train of thought again. Um, got a goldfish memory this morning. <laughs> um, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Um, some days you just, you know. Some days you just feel like staying in bed, and uh, I don't know. M- maybe is it is it. It's a full moon today. Oh, 
shit. <laughs> oh, man. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm off. I'm off the last two days. You are. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I didn't know what was going on with you yesterday. I kept asking you if you were okay. <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. Oh, body shutting down. Uh, well, that's just a good indication that just sometimes you do need to rest. Yeah. Um, been, uh, but uh, maybe just going through the comments, see if it'll uh, it'll spark my memory. Uh, oh, so the sorry, I, I made a note. It's literally right here in front of me. This is why I make notes because I forget things. Um, additionally, the other thing that was part of this email was that it was biweekly. Okay. They wanted to pay the first month's rent as a full payment. And then going forward, the following months would be biweekly payments. And it was a six-month lease. Oh, yeah. How does that change things? That. How does that change things? Write in the comments below. I think it makes it an easier pill to swallow. I just need to manage it for six months. How? What are you dividing it by? You count the number of weeks within their term. Pay periods. I know. So, the, so you'd find out how many how many um, biweekly payments are within their term. Find out when their paychecks are. Mm-hmm. I think you're o- now. I think you're overcomplicating it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How would you guys figure it out? Okay, so let's say it's seventeen hundred dollars a month in rent. And the first payment is a full payment. The remaining five months in the lease is biweekly payments. And the lease starts on April 1st and ends on end of October, I think. Is that six months? So how many pay periods are within April to the end of October? What are the biweekly payments from May to October? June, July, August, September. I think it ends in September. How does that work? There's 26 full weeks. 26 full weeks, which makes sense. No. Is it? Is it exactly half of the 52 weeks of the year? Did you start on? I counted from April 1st, yeah. And April 1st. And April is uh, <clears throat> is four weeks. Do we have to figure this? Do we? Is this? Okay, let's read the comments. Depends what day they get paid. Yeah, it does. It really does. It does depend what day they get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so does the first payment start on the, pay, the day they get paid? Because what if they... Uh, oh, jeez. What if they start on... What day are we starting on again? What do we say? March, May, April, 1st. April, April 1st, they pay the first full payment and then, okay, April 1st, I'm just pulling up my calendar. Okay. It ends on the 30th, which is a Saturday. And, um, what if their, what if their, uh, their paycheck is on the 6th of May mm-hmm. or the 20th, the 6th, 6th and 20th? Because, I mean, ideally, it would line up perfectly with the 13th. Friday the 13th. <laughs> hey, May. This May. Friday the 13th. In case you guys didn't know. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> I didn't know there was one this year. There's always a Friday the 13th. Is there always a Friday yes. the 13th every year? Hang on a second. I'm Googling this. Oh While you guys God. figure out what the payments are going to be and how this is all going to work, I'm going to do some Googling. I think, we've, I think we've already figured it out, Ryan. <laughs> uh, what? The Friday the 13th part? No. just need to know when they're getting paid and how many pay cycles are within the time frame. Divide it by the rent. Sorry, That's just it. hold that thought. Friday the, <laughs> Friday the 13th occurs one to three times each year. I did not know that. Uh, this year, just one. Ooh, twice next year. And and th- and thrice uh, the following year. Interesting. The more you know. You're like a goldfish squirrel. <laughs> what the heck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I know, Steph. Um, Back up your insults. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. 35 years. I didn't know that. It seems like you knew that. Just recently, you, you told me something else that you knew that like, oh, you can, you can tell me how many days are in every month. You know how many days are in every month? Yeah. Wayne. Okay. This was bizarre. Like Wayne was talking. I think it was during this discussion. We were having this discussion trying to figure this shit out. No, this was like a month or two ago. Okay. Wayne doesn't know how many days are in each month of the year. He's like, he he knows like maybe four months, how many days are in like, he knows like December has My 31 birthday days. month. His birthday month, Christmas January. month. What else? <laughs> uh, February month, because it's weird. That's about all I know. There's like, how many there's like riddles know? and rhymes for this. And like, you can use your knuckles to be like, what January, was your mom February, reading you? March, like, what stories was your mom reading you to go to bed? June, July. January 31, February 28. <laughs> is she putting you to bed to this stuff? Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay says, doesn't everybody know how many days are in every month? Put, Put your knuckles. Var says there's a knuckle trick. Okay, hang yes, on a second. I just did it in front of you. January, February, March, April, May, 31. Hang on a second. I don't understand what you're doing. You're literally just pointing to your knuckles. I know, because the high ones have like 31 days and the low ones don't. The high ones have 31? Except it does, yeah. What does that mean? And then. (laughs) What do you mean your high ones? What if my knuckles aren't center? Oh my God. I was diagnosed with a weird knuckles syndrome. And then when you put them together, so July and August both have 31 days and then September has 30 October has 31 November has 30 oh so you're talking about knuckles and and then creases the knuckle crease yeah (laughs) this is a thing Varsh yes and Lindsay (laughs) okay so where did everyone grow up no so I told what I said to Wayne is Wayne you are such a smart person and this is just not okay that you don't know this. Like for how smart of a guy you are, this is pathetic. <laughs> Maybe I was learning important what, like things biophysics? and not sitting there in the corner <laughs> counting my knuckles. Oh man! Like, <laughs> but like I like at at some point you don't need to use your knuckles anymore. Like you just know. Here's here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be at the bank. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in some very important, you know, shareholders meeting, and then someone's gonna say uh, that's in February, and they're gonna watch me put my knuckles together. <laughs> 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 
April. Oh. No, when you were five, January, they would have watched you March. put your knuckles together. April has uh, only 30 days. Is that how it works? <laughs> when you were five, they would have watched you put your knuckles together. You're a grown-ass man now. You should well, just know. You, what you're saying is, is that eventually you get to the point where you don't have to. I'm in, at the point in my life where I have to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to... It's damn Ontario guys. Hey, Lindsay. Well, Lindsay's blaming it on <laughs> Ontario. Wow. Wow. Way to separate the country. Let's not. Way to let's actually the not give him an excuse that it's an, an Ontario thing. Like he's just, he missed something growing up, obviously. <laughs> wow. I, I thought it was you. I thought it was some weird BC thing where you guys just did not did living out in the sticks and you didn't have much to do. So you started counting knuckles. I thought that was it. I'm sorry. I was scoring goals. You were counting knuckles. That's what I thought. But quite clearly, this is a thing. And you know what? You're never too old to learn something, people. There's a valuable lesson here. Robin says too many video games. <laughs> yeah, you're scoring goals online. Ooh. Loser. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Uh, I don't want to put up with this shit. Uh, Wayne just stormed out. You're with me now for the next 20 minutes. Let's go through the comments. Uh, Pete. Uh, says it's like the landlords who are stuck in the rut of the old ways of doing things. The landlords are actually getting screwed as tenants are living on the in the property more days than they actually paying when they pay monthly. Too many what ifs, uh, says Robin. Uh, agreed. Counting the pennies is too difficult as it's management nightmare. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. this is a business and. Um, if you have to implement something and you have to hire someone extra to manage it, uh, then, then, you know, if this were a business and you implemented a new system and you need to hire someone to implement and manage the system, if this it were a regular business, then, then you're, that's a whole new salary or that's your time, which is just as valuable. So treat it like a business, unless of course it's going to be making you more money, which it won't. Uh, Ryan's comment, uh, which is, he says, I think you'd be best to come up with a custom payment schedule for each lease if biweekly is what you decided to do. That comment just makes me think like, that's right. Like it, this would have to be just a one off. You could not adopt this as your method of receiving rent moving forward from all tenants because not everybody gets paid on the same bi-weekly schedule yeah so literally every single week of the of the month every single thursday and friday you would be collecting rent payments like hell no hell no so this would have to be a one-off for one tenant and that's mm. it unless it was the first and 15th yeah then if that was your norm and that's what you accepted <clears throat> and all of your tenants paid on the first and 15th then great uh, one solution is to have biweekly payments of half the rent with a maximum of two payments per month. I personally would only do this for shorter terms like the six-month lease. Yeah, and that would be the first and the 15th payments. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I, I brought it up earlier, uh, speaking of the first and the 15th. Um, we had a 
a problem tenant buyer. Um, oh, uh, for the record, uh, Robbie says online goals still count. No, they don't, Robbie. That's bullshit. You guys can tell yourself whatever you want to tell yourself, but online goals do not count. Especially if you're not scoring them in real life, too. Well, what? Like, okay, finger skill? That's enough. That's enough. (laughs) Embarrass me on the cross. People download this show. Uh, that's all we have left, Gabby. Don't take it away from us, Robbie says. <laughs> Varsh, full moon energy. Oh, it's 100% full moon energy. The 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 wolf is howling right now. <laughs> I don't not... get feisty on full moons, do I? Oh, my gosh. She's foaming at the teeth. <laughs> um, we have a problem, tenant buyer. And for those of you that don't know what a tenant buyer is, is that's the term for a tenant that has um, a lease option or a rent to own program, um, with their, with their rental. Um, so we have a tenant that is also paying a portion every month towards his option credits, which are going to be credited towards his, his, the purchase of the property. Mm -hmm. Um, now pretty much from the moment he moved in, uh, well, he, he had about a good he had about a good twelve months before things started going. Yeah, on. he's been with us a few years now. Yeah, um, I, just some personal things. I think it was just personal things in the relationship. Um, yes. Yeah, we don't know for sure, but I think something something, something went on, on with the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, we. I, I'm not interested in diving deep nope. into it today, or just in general. Like, yeah. I, I just don't. We don't ask questions. Just pay your rent. Yeah, I don't want people using the you know their stories as an excuse. Just pay your rent, as Gabby said. Pay your option payments. Everything's good. That's all you got to do. Yeah, maintain it, right? Yeah. Um, but that was becoming an issue, and at first there was there was a there was a good line of communication, and you know they were late. They told us they're going to be late. They told us when the payments were coming, and then it was just consistently just late, and then no justifications. Yeah, it'll be there on the third. And I go, don't give me that nonsense. Don't just, you know, mm-hmm. don't not pay. We follow up with you. And then you say, yeah, it'll be there on the third. Or yeah, we'll get it on the seventh with mm-hmm. no justification. Um, instantly, well, and were these you're... issues coming up during COVID too? Some of them. Yeah. Like in those first, whatever, <clears throat> like six months of COVID when everything was messed. Or first year of COVID, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, but there was there was a few before that. Um, he he had lost our trust. Yeah. Now they, it was happening during the winter, though. So, as much as you want to follow your you know your rules during the winter, it's it's it, everybody bends their rules during the winter. They're like, I do not want a vacancy in the middle of December. This mm-hmm. thing's going to take two months to fill, especially a property rent that has to rent to own on it, because it's not you don't you don't just find someone in two weeks. Right. Um, with a property first rent to own, it it can take eight to twelve weeks to find someone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you evict them, they're not responsible for the rent until you find a suitable replacement. So yeah. we have to go back to our joint venture partner and let them know 
hey, we had to evict them. Um, they stopped making payments. Now we're going to go find a suitable replacement. You need to find a replacement in the dead of the winter. Mm-hmm. Find someone who f- it's like a needle in the haystack yeah. with property first. Cause you need to find someone who that rent to own will work for them. Cause it doesn't work for everybody you need to find that needle in the haystack. where like, this is the t- perfect type of person that would benefit from this rent to own program. And as well, they want to buy this specific house. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it's quite difficult. It takes time. And that's not just like, oh, you know, we put, we put a lure out and we wait three months for someone to bite. No, it's actively looking every single day, going through uh, applications and applications and duds and duds and duds and viewings. And it's, it's a real, yeah. so I'm just getting, painting a picture for you so that you can understand that like sometimes for that, I, w- I would much rather wait until the spring and then wait for them to do it again, then kick them out. Yeah. When it's like prime season, because no one's, you got to remember, it's just like rental leases. No one's looking in the winter because all of most leases end in the summer. Mm-hmm. That is, that's, that's like the rental, it's the perfect rental uh, time of time of the year for rental applicants mm-hmm. because everybody's leases are ending. Everybody's looking. So you might have, and that's what happened a lot with us when we were looking for tenant buyers. Um, we'd have great applicants, but they're like, yeah, but I'm not ready to move until June. Yeah. Why are you applying? It's six months from now. Yeah. Okay. So I, I feel like I needed to preface with that. Um, so this guy was consistently late. COVID be, became the the flavor, you know, the the new excuse. He never. It was actually wasn't never an excuse. It was just COVID. He never actually said it was because of that. He never said his his, his hours were diminished or anything. We did get some random phone calls from his wife that were cryptic and we didn't know what the heck was going on and someone was moving. They wanted to know how to get out, but they never followed up with it. It was just, it was very rocky. And then, so we, we were just being very delicate with the situation because we didn't want them just to up and leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so after a few months of dealing with this, we said, okay, this is it. We're done with this. This is the last time we're doing this. What I think we, you and I had a discussion. We were trying to be strategic. I think we came up with an email. That said, what can we do to help you through this? Because other than allowing you to continue to pay rent. Late. To pay late. Late. There's nothing else that we can do. And we want to know how can we help you? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's one more important thing at that to say at that particular point. So the first couple times he paid the, the late penalty, the following times he never sent the late penalty. Yeah. We said, you know, send it on the seventh with your late penalty. He would send just the rent. Yeah. And and the option and and no late penalty. And we follow up with him and he wouldn't respond to it. So he was just being like, no, screw you guys. I'm not paying it. Mm-hmm. So he was he had full he had he had such a good position on us because he was in a position of authority. We lost all of our authority. He did not respect us anymore. So our email was, Hey, this is just getting out of hand. You haven't paid the rental um, late penalty, uh, the late rent penalty. You've been late multiple times. Tell us like, because next step for us is to, is to terminate this. What can we do to salvage this? What, what can we do to help you? And what he asked was is that, okay, can we have the option payments on the 15th? Mm-hmm. because my rent, my, my, my paychecks don't line up properly. 
again, thinking to myself, like, dude, if this was a mortgage and you bought this house, like, yeah, would, would you, you just do? miss your mortgage payments and your property taxes? And he is buying the house. <laughs> it is going to well, be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a huge problem. <laughs> it just goes back to just the way that it, people are just yeah don't manage their money. Um, and, and this family makes a decent yearly income. It's just yeah. they can't manage their funds for some reason. Well, what he's going to have to do is go on an accelerated biweekly payment for his mortgage <laughs> to line up with his payments or with his uh, yeah. paychecks. Um, so he asked for the option payment to be on the on the on 15th, 15th. Yeah. and then the rental portion to be on the 1st. We thought to ourselves, you know what? If this helps him, let's do it. How many times has he been late on that option payment now? I think he's 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 missed it like twice, and as soon as I've sent the email, oh shit, sorry, and he sent it right away. So again, that's me having to follow up when mm -hmm. I don't want to. But also for me, it is like such an absent thought. Like on the fifteenth, I'm not thinking, oh, we have a payment due. I have a I have a little reminder in the calendar that pops up, and let me tell you, how many times do I ignore little random reminders when the day is busy and I'm out and about, and yeah. it pops up and then it's gone. And I think I have it set to like, to remind me a couple times that day. But yeah, because you could be driving sometimes and, and a calendar reminder comes up. Yeah, and then and you then open your away. phone to, and you, you just open your phone quickly and then it's gone. Yeah. yeah. So it's or like- Or you've got 10 messages that are important. So you click on that message and you don't look back at the calendar reminder. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so I've missed it. And then, and then like the next day, like maybe Wayne has asked, like, did that payment come in? And it's like, oh shoot, no. So it's just like, don't create extra work for yourself. If something doesn't fit into your routine and your systems and how you are doing business, just say no. Yeah. And find the next person. I mean, in, in this situation with the rent to own tenant, like we need, we, we need him to succeed. Um, he's coming up like it, it, he's closing soon. I think maybe like next year. Yeah. Um, and he's saved a lot of, of money in those payments. So, mm -hmm. or paid a lot of money in those payments. So, you know, like we want him to succeed. We for, both for himself and for us and our partners, like we want that to just go through and, and be successful. So we're dealing with it the way that we need to deal with it. Yeah. But I would never, if a tenant approached me about that, not in like, I would never say yes. It's a hard no for me. Hard no. Why? Because I have systems in place and that isn't my system. I'm not creating a new system for a tenant. Is it because someone did you wrong? No. Okay. No. It's just something else that I have to do that I have to manage. Right. I'm a busy gal. You are a busy gal. And and that's a that's a hell no. It doesn't fit into my systems. One other thing. Uh, so, so here's the other thing that can happen. And this is what happened to us the very first time that he missed that first option payment. I'm pretty certain sure it was him. It had to have been him. We haven't dealt with anyone else. Uh, the very first time he missed the option payment, uh, which was, I think it's like a $300 or $400 option payment. He was late on it. And we said, send the $400 option payment plus your late penalty. And the late penalty for the rental discount is 250 bucks. Okay. Hey, I don't give a crap. If it, whether it's 400 bucks or whether it's the full 2100 bucks, you're late. You're paying the late penalty. The reason why it's there is it's to keep you accountable to paying on time. It's a deterrent. Yeah. You can't just pay late and then just expect nothing to happen. The second you don't apply it, the, the late penalty, they're just going to think that, oh, it's okay. I'm just, it, next time it doesn't fall on my paycheck, I'll just wait a couple of days and then send it, you know, when my paycheck comes. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to kick me out. 
they've already shown that they've they allow it they're the type of pushovers that allow this type of thing to happen but the second we did it on that option payment on the 15th he said you're seriously going to charge me 250 bucks because my 400 payment is late you're going to charge me 250 dollar late penalty for a 400 payment i'm like i'm thinking you motherfucker sorry pardon my language we can edit that one out but <laughs> no, <we> seriously <laughs> seriously you're going to make that argument after we did that for you now you're going to make the argument for your late penalty like that our that our penalty fee is unjustifiable because of the fact that we split your payment up to make it easier for you i i don't have very good feelings about this this gentleman just just for <laughs> that was the that was the last straw mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but this is another thing that could possibly come up as well if you put it into bi-weekly payments now they're going to be like seriously you're going to charge me that much it's just seven it's just 700 bucks like, seriously just chill out you'll get it in a few days mm-hmm. you need to stick with your systems you need to enforce your rules mm-hmm. the second you slip up people will take advantage of you because mm-hmm. they know that you're gonna if you slipped up once you'll slip up again mm-hmm. sorry you um if you if you if, if you allow them to push you over then they'll yeah you'll just be constantly be a pushover yeah. and even if you do give them like one chance like if it feels like they have a legitimate reason or whatever and you're like you know what i'm gonna I, i'm not gonna charge them the late fee this month or whatever and you do that the one time it's so important to tell them in the email or however you're communicating with them that like that this one time I am, I'm making an exception and I'm not going to be charging you. But if this happens again, the late penalty or however you do it, we do a a on-time rental discount is in full effect and, and there will be no exceptions Mm -hmm. and have that in writing and have that to refer back to so that they, so that it doesn't become that you're a pushover and that they have authority over you because the second you give them a a chance or a, a free pass, that's when you lose your authority. Yeah. So unless you insert authority in that statement that this is it, the next time it's in full effect, there's no exceptions. Mm-hmm. You've you've inserted authority in that statement. So yeah, cuz once you lose authority over a tenant, it's done. Might as well find a way to get them out. Yeah, it yeah. It sounds really bad when you put it into those words, not you, but just like, the way we put it into words, like we have to have like, we're, we're mightier, we're, we're the almighty landlords, and they must respect us. But no, I mean, there, there needs to be a position of authority. Otherwise, they're not going to respect you and they are paying you, right? For the, a property that you own, <laughs> that you have a mortgage on that you are responsible for. We have an agreement. Yeah, It's called a lease agreement that I will rent you these this premises and I will do all the things that I am obligated to do as per the Residential Tenancies Act. And you will do everything you're supposed to do in the Residential Tenancies Act and pay me for that service to use this premises. If they are not paying you, then they are not upholding their end of the, the, the agreement. Mm-hmm. You need to be, you, you need to enforce that. Mm-hmm. And if you allow them to slip up and not fulfill their obligations of the agreement, then they're just going to keep doing it to you. Mm-hmm. Whether consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. Oh, my landlord's super chill. No, they'll be cool with it. I know uh, I've, I've paid late a couple times before. Oh, shoot, my paycheck doesn't line up yeah. perfectly. Should I pay my phone bill? Or should I pay my my rent? Well, if I don't pay my phone bill, then it'll go on my credit. So I'll miss a payment. So 
okay, I'm going to pay my phone bill and then just, I'll just, I won't say anything yeah. to my landlord. And by the time they follow up with me, I should have, yeah. I, I should have it. And then I'll be like, oh shoot. Yeah. Something happened with my e-transfer. It didn't work out. Let me, let me figure this out. Then I'll buy another day. My paycheck comes in on Friday and we're all, we're good. We're good. And th they never charge me late penalties. They're really cool. Mm -hmm. And they always fix things right away. They're, they're really great landlords. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Yep. It's not like they're evil people. It's just like they're, they're trying to sort their own shit out. Right. Yeah. Um, just like I'm sure you do and just normal problem solving things happen that are outside of your control or things happen that maybe you, you overlooked, you didn't realize this is one of those, um, those months that, you know, your, your, your paycheck doesn't line up properly with your mortgage and you're trying to figure it out. Which one am I going to pay and which one am I not going to pay? Again, it's so weird. I, I, I try and relate to that person as much as possible because for us, like we, we just, that just doesn't happen for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and the people that we hang around with, that just doesn't happen with those type of people that we hang around with. Mm -hmm. We just got such an amazing, you know, circle of, of responsible people, <laughs> but you, you do need to put yourself in, in, in the shoes of, of your client. Um, so you have a good understanding of, of the way that they think. Um, that also helps you determine the type of person that you want. Your what, what's the profile of your tenant that you want to have? That's why I can I, I I can I can paint my tenants. I know exactly what they sound like. I know the, their mannerisms. I know the way that they speak. I know the way they make decisions because I've chosen that particular profile, and I'm just looking for that type of person, mm -hmm. so that I know that I can maintain my my position of authority. So that when when the rent is due, they pay the rent. And if they're, they're the type of person that if they don't have the rent, cause things happen, that they're going to come to me ahead of time mm -hmm. and they're going to say, Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this didn't line up properly. Is there any way that I can pay this on the third? Um, I don't really have the money to pay the penalty, but like, I promise this will never happen again. This is just a fluke because of my, my paychecks lining up this way. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I yeah. still maintain my position of authority. Yeah. They, they ask nicely. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. When they approach you ahead of time, it changes, it changes the ball game. Like they've responsibly seen like the event coming up and have addressed it instead of just not paying, hiding and waiting for you to say, Hey, your rent is late. And dude, chill. Why are you giving me a $250 late yeah. penalty? I'm only two <laughs> days late. Dude, yeah. chill out. Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's what Gabby said. I'm, re I'm going to rewind to what Gabby said. The second you lose that position of authority, you may as well just end the lease. Yeah. Because the second they start challenging you, you well, yeah. they're going to walk. They're going to start challenging you for the, the, the rules that you have in place in your lease agreement. Mm -hmm. Because you're the big evil landlord. Mm -hmm. Because you are responsible for me not paying my rent. Yeah. It's funny, we talked a little while ago about a tenant that we lost authority over and that yeah. we're just basically waiting for his lease to end because we won't be renewing. Like he's he's always paid on time and everything, but it's not worth it because he's started to try to walk all over us. And the second that we lost the authority and didn't properly address it, he started coming up with the, like all these demands about like, um, hooking uh set like paying to set up his security system and putting an additional lock on the garage door and like all these things that like are not our responsibility to do like if he wanted to put up a security system he could put up a security system but he was like flabbergasted so you're telling that we me we would not pay for the handyman to come and install it for him his words yeah so you're telling me so you're telling me that 
you're not going to pay for the installation of my security system. Yeah. And he was shocked. He was just How like, how do you respond to something like that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's exactly what I'm saying. And then the next email was like, I'm going to need you to come and install an additional lock on the garage. And it's like, the garage has sufficient locks. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he just like all of a sudden just started like demanding stuff because we lost, like, we just didn't properly address one little situation. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to start like, yeah. now I have authority and this is what's going to happen. So we're like, yeah, you're out, buddy. Yeah. We started talking, we started rambling on about tenants and, and, and how losing authority. But I mean, it all comes back to the comment of like the one time you say, you know, sure, I'll let you pay half of it on the 15th. You know, you're just opening up the door to, mm -hmm. to more, well, you know, you did it once, yeah. you know, they'll be willing to do it again. Yeah. Right. You're just, you might as well just end the lease. It's unfortunate. Um, and it's not always the case. Like sometimes stuff happens and they just need a break and you give them the break and they're so grateful and everything is hunky dory bobo for the rest of their lease. Stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gauge it, you gauge it, but just try and stick to your rules as, as, as much as you can. We, we bend our rules all the time. It's, we, we take all things into consideration and the circumstances and yeah. the time of year and the, the state of the pandemic, you know, the, the market and the pandemic and all yeah. those other things. Mm -hmm. It's easy and, and we're not perfect either, but um, try and stick to, you know, your rules as much as possible. So that way you're able to treat it like a business and you don't put, it's like, yeah, you, you start digging a hole and then it's like, you can't get out of it because mm -hmm. you just too far gone. And then you can't implement other rules because you've bent that rule over there. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, uh, to answer the email, uh, the question of the email, um, I think we figured it out that mathematically you would just take the total rent of the year, divide it by 26 uh, payments. Um, hopefully that lines up with the person's paychecks. Um, it, it, it can be complicated. It will be a lot more extra work. Um, it can expose you to additional risks. Um, as we, as we mentioned, and Or simplify it first and fifteenth. Yeah, meet in the middle. I, I just, I still don't think that this is going to solve their problem. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. It, it helps save it would smaller amounts instead of having to save a full seventeen hundred yes. or whatever. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, first and fifteenth. That sounds fair. Um, yeah. I think or just don't do it. <laughs> well, see, that was my simple answer um, in the email. Way too complicated. I wouldn't bother. Something along those lines. Um, and I said, listen into the show and we'll explain in more detail. So you got an hour <laughs> worth of detail and things to consider. Um, and, and everybody else got an opportunity to listen into all that detail and thought processes and, 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 and process that. And, you know, maybe today was the day, um, that you, you know, maybe this was something that was holding you back from taking action. Maybe, uh, the consideration of a biweekly payment for rent was what was holding you back from moving forward and and truly meeting your full potential. This is a little sarcasm. I want you guys to take some action today, please. Oh, okay. It's it's today is uh, February sixteenth. February sixteenth, people. You got to go and and do those things that you need to do. Stop listening to me and start making those calls. Start doing those things you're supposed to do. Step outside that comfort zone. Have those conversations, okay? And I will uh, see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a great Wednesday. Thanks for listening. To the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you.
Thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 